years later, I've had such a fun time audibly recording my yeah. orgasms. I've done a lot of that. Eventually, I want to do a remix. <gasps> no, that's amazing. I mean, that's like a supreme content. No, I love yeah. that. I think it's really powerful to watch your stuff and enjoy it. If you're yeah. not watching yourself in a critical way, yeah. then, it, then that's so freeing. Yeah. It's Laura Desiree. And Romy Rain. And you're listening to... A mouthful with Laura and Romy. It's a whole big mouthful. Mm. Welcome. Welcome. (gasps) Episode one of season one officially. 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 And we've wanted to do this for too fucking long now at this point. Yeah. Um, It's nice to have our own space to get right into it. You and I have been having conversations for what feels like, I think our our one year anniversary is coming up. Is it though? It actually, yeah. Just a one year. Just our one year. We met at AVN. We did. Officially. Yeah. (gasps) I remember I was completely completely floored by you. Stop it. I was. It wasn't just, uh, obviously, the outstanding visuals, but I sat with you in your hotel room at the Hard Rock. Yeah. Because I think you were getting ready to host the show. Yeah. And you interviewed me. Yeah. But I feel like we met before then. I don't know. I feel like I've seen you on carpets. Yeah, for sure. It must have been a red carpet thing before. But that, for me, it was that interview when I stepped into your room. Yes. And, like, I got a chance to kind of just, like, hang out and meet you. And, yeah, yeah, of course, ask the questions that were on my sheet. But Mm -hmm. when it came down to it, I was like, this is somebody who's got an aggressive approach to living her life the way she wants. Why, thank you. Yeah. And can I just say, since it's our, we have to, our intro yeah. episode, let's get to know each other. Yeah. Like when I was first getting to know Laura, mm. uh, I I had no idea like who you are, what you were doing. I didn't know if you were literally this international supermodel. <laughs> Swear to God, like, who are you? Where did you come from? And I really got to see it when I was like co-hosting for Naked News when we went up to Canada. And I saw that, you know, you were like practically running that show. I mean, granted, it takes a village, but you were in and out. Like you were, had hosting duties, you had men management duties you had producer duties no one can read a script and a prompter like you you had like the hand motions down <laughs> and then even to find out more of your story that you like you literally travel the world naked and yeah. interview people in the most exotic beautiful locations and for me it was like wow like this a part of like what I want to do so badly so it's it's so amazing that we can have like very similar and very different experiences well, in this I, industry I think it's beautiful because both of us have a different perspective and mm-hmm. different access to it mm. but we're both so interwoven in the the sex industry yeah you know both of us have our roles within it and you know a lot of people would say well how the fuck did you get into that and Mm -hmm. why would that be a life path that you would choose and I know that in today's day and age there's still a stigma that it's the wrong choice that we're making but personally I've never felt more fulfilled in my life Mm. than doing the kinds of jobs and and having the experiences that I'm having. I love every day of my job, whether it's interviewing someone naked about their passions in life Mm -hmm. or whether it is participating in some of these awesome events that exist in the adult industry. Like I I feel very comfortable um, living my life as sexually confident and open as I do. It's not Mm -hmm. always met with people that are happy to receive that. Yeah, but it's fascinating. Absolutely. Everybody, no matter what, is interested in sex. How do you define your job? Like when people ask you, what do you do? Because that's always a very interesting question that all sex workers get. And everybody answers it a little differently, I think. It's so tough, you know, because uh, it's very easy to just say TV news anchor. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's a web series and it's a nude show. Oh, scandal, in case naked news didn't sell it to you. It's a naked show. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you do dabble or at least you do exist you you exist in the the adult realm i know that dicks are in hands when they're watching uh naked news i'm aware of that that's why we have a very beautiful little striptease element that's why we work to uh program segments that are sexually driven and sexually explorative i know that that's all part of it so i I know that, yes, I am a a, a host, a show host, Mm. but I also like to think of myself as a sexual journalist. I also like to think of myself um, 
as a, a an, an interviewer and entertainer beyond yes. just a script reader. You are. Yeah. I mean, I love so much the ability to just speak off script and away from that teleprompter. Mm-hmm. It's funny because your voice changes a little bit as well. Like having, you know, three years behind me being at Naked News and watching mm-hmm. me reading to you while trying to, you know, uh, convey a seduction, removing my clothing. I still think that I can be sexier when I'm not restricted to just the script that's in front of me. I would like to tell you the news and just tell it to you. Yeah. So, you know, little by little, I think that I might be able to kind of make that happen. But then again, you know, I am a part of a show that's had a very long and successful existence maintained in its brand yeah it's a genius way to like tell the news though because even if people like aren't jerking off like in my mind it's a way to keep people's attention because people have very short attention spans sometimes but like if you're like reading very important serious news and then like somebody's trailing off and then you just suddenly start taking off your bra eyes are immediately back on on you so there's something like kind of fascinating and like amazing about all that it it really is a genius way to get the news across it's a reason you guys have been around for so long that's just it but even what what you asked me earlier mm. about like define it define your job yeah. another question that comes my way so often is mm. you know oh you you spend so much time working with sex workers mm. you're not a sex worker though do you consider yourself a sex worker or no i i do okay partly because it is uh, a demographic that i do feel passionately about yes. and one that i want to be a part of actively but when it comes down to it I am naked on a website that's behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. You're paying for that experience. So I'm making money from my nudity. Along with that, I'm also a burlesque performer, which mm-hmm. again is a gray zone for people who say, is that sex work or not sex work? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I believe it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think that's a bit of like a polarizing statement and kind of new. Like the term sex worker is yeah. like relatively new into the vocabulary of like adult entertainment. And I, I tend to think that a lot of people are sex workers. Right. I think some people almost don't want to say that they are because when they right. think of sex work, a lot of people hear escorting. Right. And that's not always the case. And Absolutely even if it not. was, I consider that term a blanket term for protection to keep us all included if we are. But my the way I define sex worker is if you you sell sex mm-hmm. if you make money selling a part of your sexuality in yes. a way at least especially once we get into like the premium aspect like yeah maybe if you were just like a naked host that's it but if you have a premium and but, you're showing your pussy yeah. and you so want- yes when I need to really drive home the point yeah also my premium channels you know what I mean yeah. like ultimately that is a way that I am making additional finances mm-hmm. and yes it is a naked format it's uncensored it's interactive to a degree with the people that follow me on those accounts. Yes. I do love it. I love it wholeheartedly. I don't in any way feel out of my element. Um, it's been a lot of fun. You are consider yourself a sex worker, but you are not in hardcore mainstream pornography. You're something of an amateur clip artist. That's fun. I like that. I like that. Amateur. I hate being an amateur, though. I always want to be a pro. <laughs> pro that's something. That's something that's just been in my making the whole way. Like, you're aggressive. I've said that. You're aggressive in what you want in life, and mm. you're very driven to pursue it. Is that literally just in your making? Has that always been you? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, like, I believe, like, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Mm-hmm. I believe, like, no one's going to give anything to you unless you ask. It's kind of like sex, too, you know? It's totally. like, how do you really get what you want unless you ask and you kind of have to and and you know like this is an interesting it's an interesting like world and business and I think too and we're talking about like beauty and sex like if you're not aggressive and you're Mm -hmm. not going for it and you're uh, especially entertainment then you know there's a lot of other people in line you know you almost have to show like why do you want something why do you deserve it and a lot of the way I look at stuff is like I just don't trust people to maybe do something the way that I would like I care so well you've carved a life for yourself that you can control that. Yeah, I mean, you know? I appreciate that. I'm yeah, just, absolutely. I believe in being a little bit aggressive towards what you want. And like now it's such a beautiful time for women yeah. to like really be in control and be powerful. And like, yeah, you're an amateur content creator, but you're also a producer and a director and an editor. 
character and talent. I know. God damn, it's exhausting. Yeah. It is exhausting. So when you, you know? break all that down, it's like, wait, you know, like I, I, yeah. you need to, I just try to value myself a little more in recent years because shit, like if we want to call ourselves a product and a brand, value this product and brand, how much it takes to fucking, you know, get this all cleaned up. It takes a village, like police systems and hair oh, people and mayor yeah. people and like, oh, hell yeah. Gym memberships. And that's and, for the visuals. And lighting a candle and sage. That, okay. Th- then there's also, you know, the, the internal and the emotional shit that also needs to be maintained at a certain level. Like, yeah. God damn it, I need a massage often. No, it's true. And you, you know, you have to ask to be taken care of sometime. And you know, like sometimes like if people don't like have water around, if somebody doesn't ask for water and, but some people don't care. And I feel like Nicki Minaj had a big rant about this one time too. She's like, they just left out like crudite and pickles and I like, and like three outfits on the rack. And it's like, I just like kind of got pissed off and had a little rant. But if I didn't, I'd be drinking pickle juice right now. But I mean, is it just, have we done this to ourselves as women and just accepted it for too long? I mean, that's the, that's the age old question, right? It's the back and forth. Yeah. I don't know if we brought it on ourselves, but I think it's something that was just like kind of like the norm for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, it's the past like few years and really like suffrage and the women's right to vote. Yeah. Though I always joke too, it's like it's just because we seem like the fairer sex. Like if women were like as big and physically strong as men, we wouldn't have had to ask for the right to vote. I think that's a comedian's joke somewhere. Well, there you go. It's like we'd really have to ask you boys to treat us nicely if we could take you. <laughs> I like to think that our strongest muscle is our fabulous and intellectual side quite personally. I believe we are superior in that realm. I, I do mean, believe that that's where, you know, the 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 human race really just soars is in the female's mind. I truly believe that. And I think that's like part of why I was like, Romy, let's get in the studio and do this. No, completely. <laughs> like, and that's really like, if like the fans want to know, that was really like part of the goals that yeah. we both wanted to do this. Like we wanted there to be more of a, a platform to really be able to speak our minds and yeah. our experiences and shit yeah. that we went through, things we like, things we don't like. Like, and people, they, people don't speak honestly anymore about Absolutely not. I mean, I think people are more cautious than ever before, which Ooh. means that people are packaging all of their statements and if they aren't they're getting in trouble for it for so sure. you know it builds that whole fear factor of oh my god am I going to say the right or wrong thing you know True. our voices are reached far and wide on our social media platforms yeah. so there's a lot of that you know uh, paranoia now in how to uh, express ourselves it's true but they say what every action has an equal and opposite reaction right. so it's like you just you got to own what you say because even like what are the, even neutral is a stance 100% we talked about this 100% before 100% neutral is a stance mm-hmm. ultimately especially if it's a, a dividing debate, mm-hmm. something that involves the room to have to decide where we're going with this. Do I have a majority or a minority? A neutral stance is still one that doesn't want to participate on either side. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't give a fuck. And, like, I've mentioned this before. I mean, I, you know, but I've gotten to this place after trial and error and, like, good, bad, ugly. But And I did always say, too, that I wouldn't do something like this unless I wasn't afraid of losing work right. because that is a reality. Some people yeah. don't like, you know women having too loud of voices or being okay with something or not okay with something. And it's like, at this point, fuck it. I consider myself more of a content creator. I am a porn star, but I'm also like a host. I'm also a dancer, creator. I shoot my own stuff. Like, I don't give a fuck if somebody doesn't like, like every opinion that I have. And we've said before, there's not a lot of people like willing to help or give real experiences and opinions. And who cares? Let's have some fun. This is a podcast. We're supposed to be honest yeah. and speak on our shit. And the, it's the time. Do you still receive uh, negative uncalled for opinions about your line of work when you interact with the mainstream? Let's say like, you know, do you even volunteer that information or is it something that you totally keep protected, mm-hmm. locked up and inside? And if they don't know what you do, then you'd rather keep it that way. In public, mm. I, I really kind of do, like, kind of dress down a little bit. Like, we yeah. talked about this a little bit oh, yeah. before, like, yeah. the mild, like, desexualization of yourself. And I noticed that I did that. And I noticed that especially when I was, like, taking sex ed classes because I would go into the classes because uh, you have to 24 hours of in-class. And I was, like, the only, like, adult entertainer technically wow. in the room. So, like, I went in there with no makeup, hair tied back, yeah. baggy clothes because, you know, I, I want, I hate to say it, I want to be taken seriously. So, mm-hmm. There still is that like minor stigma that in a certain situation, I do kind of want to like hide a little bit, even if that maybe that's, that's I don't I shouldn't have to. But I don't want that to be like the hyper focus. And right. I don't want all the guys attention in the room to be on me if I don't want it on me. I'm doesn't a, it sound yeah. like that's their fucking problem? Yes. If they can't function 
uh, uh, consciously because a hot person is there. Very much. But then I just translate that at least like to be selfish about it. Yeah. I don't want them to try to distract me from what I need to do. You so want if, the best of them too. Or you want, you want the most fair. Yeah. Or it's like if I'm running errands. If I just want to streamline through like three, four, five errands yeah. in a day, like what is the quickest, easiest way for me to do that without having to like Incognito. talk to too many people? But you'd be surprised. I've been stopped on the street. I've been stopped at like the gym, like no makeup, all that shit. And not because I think I'm like so pretty or like popular, but like people watch porn. People love naked women. Like they really do. We probably get recognized more than we even think. Of course. I would imagine that a lot of people just kind of. They, you know, when they give you that look, oh my God, where do I know this person from? Yeah, I get a lot of the double takes, but especially if they're like, they're with their families or wives and that kind of stuff. But on the opposite end of that coin, it's like, I'll desexualize myself in certain situations, but I never try to not be Romy Rain. Like I introduce myself as Romy Rain more than anything else because like that is who I am and that's always who I'm going to be. Like no matter what, I'm going to be Romy Rain forever. So I didn't wear makeup and tied my hair back in that class, but I also was referred to as Romy in that class. So it's so it's it's an interesting duality. Yeah. You just finished sex ed. I did. You just you just got you got your certification. Yes, I am a certified sex educator. I love that, and I like it inspires me. I'm like, yo, man, I want I should go get some actual facts on this. Why did you want to do it? Well, I mean, honestly, I wanted to do it for shit like this because I yeah. love to just like speak openly. I like to do panels. I I try to do like some YouTube vlogging, and a part of my image and brand is just being a little bit of myself, whatever version of that like that is, like the silly side, like the dark side, the slutty side, the yeah. take me seriously side, and I just wanted my words to hold more weight and that I didn't want there to be like a sex talk in the room where there was a sex worker in the room and somebody else spoke for us. Hell no. Oh. Yeah. But there's a lot of that. There's a ton of that. But right. tell me about like your end of like the spectrum of all this. Like especially in Canada where you live for the most part and where naked news is shot, do you get like are you a little bit of a hometown celebrity? How do you deal with like your waking life? I love the the high tension. And I know that that's something that everyone wants to find a resolve for, but there's something about that high tension that forces me to perform Mm -hmm. at an ultimate level. That's why I love the big cities. And so for me, like I lived in New York for a few years and I really experienced who I was and got to meet who I was as an individual outside of the confines of how my community in Toronto and my family knows me. And so I remember putting miles and miles and miles on my mattress in New York City. And that to me was the ultimate uh, opportunity to know myself mm-hmm. and, and experience sexuality and explore my identity through it and the kinds of interactions that I wanna have, the ones that make the biggest impact, what really stimulates me and pushes me to wanna pursue this or that. And sex played a huge part in that. Wow. So having sex, gave me the ultimate sense of myself. And so like I can't agree more when I see or learn of people wanting to pursue their own sexual education. I mm-hmm. do think experience should be involved in that. Oh, absolutely. And that means having sexual experiences. Experimentation is everything. That's just it. I mean, I remember sex ed in school, which was really just a series of very high quality textbook images of diseases. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dicks falling off or just saying pregnancy or death will That's happen. Right. That's it. Nothing to tell you what to expect on your loss of virginity mm-hmm. as a female or a vagina owner. Mm-hmm. Nothing to prepare you for the uh, fallback or the, the bounce back or the effect and impact of rejection, oh. sexual rejection. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole other element to being an adult and being a sexual adult that I know is missing from sexual education. And so, yeah, and so it was, for me, this appetite to know more was only really satisfied in having more sexual encounters and then ultimately talking about it, which is like why I wanted to do this podcast. Yeah. You know, there's so much you can learn about yourself as a sexual human being. Did you reach your sexual awakening in New York? Is that your sexual town? I I lost my virginity at 16. And um, yeah, and then I didn't really have sex for a couple of years. You know, there was a little bit of time. I just, you know, it had happened. I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. And so I, yes, I moved to New York City to pursue um, film production and and the New York Film Academy. Mm -hmm. And in that time, man, I was so dazzled by these incredible interactions that adults have. Yeah. 
these these beautiful little power plays that we have as grown-ups, mm-hmm. people that can have sexual desires that they act upon. Yeah. I'd never experienced that before. I moved there when I was about 18. So having that one-on-one moment where I was met with the opportunity to either pursue or decline a sexual invitation was just mind-exploding to me. Wow. And I I fell in love with it. I love that. Can you, are you willing to share with the class the kind of things you experimented with? Absolutely. A lot of one-night stands. Okay. That was a big discovery for me. Yeah. And yes, it does skew your opinion as a young person as to what you're worth sexually because you are very easily disposed of. Mm. I mean, in a city like New York City, it's rampant. One night stands are rampant. Oh, but yeah. You're very easily disposed of. But at the same time, sometimes you're the one that's like done with it yeah. after that encounter. Sometimes it's your power play. That's right. Mm. And so that was a fun arena to really, you know, warm my feet in and get used to. But then not even just the sexual interactions themselves, the intimate in bed fucking, mm-hmm. but sometimes the actual trying to communicate or negotiate Ooh. if you were going to have sex with somebody. Yeah. You know, I had not experienced that before. And uh, as Bob Dylan says, I had no direction home, you know, and so yeah. like not really knowing, you know, if you were ever going to make it back home to where people could judge you mm-hmm. was a very freeing experience. And so to me, talking and negotiating who gets what from you yes. excites me to the core. I became a go-go dancer. Yes. I loved the idea that I could hold the attention of someone that might not even be in speaking distance, mm-hmm. but could then be observing my body as I display it and introduce different parts of it to highlight it, to feature it. You know, maybe come in here and, and have a look just at the tits, just these things yes. right here. And now I'm going to turn around and are you still looking? I loved that mm. conversation. It was so animal and it goes beyond language. No, it's so is. It's at primal. Like, it's innate. Yes, it's in our nature. Everything around us. And that's when I learned that. Yeah, that amazing. what we have as sexual humans and as women oh, yeah. is especially something as that, women. especially as women, <laughs> is something that is so completely powerful. Mm. You know, you can really, yeah, you can you can use it in a very selfish and bullying way to get mm-hmm. your way and dangle sex in front of people and see if they'll do what they want for you. You can use it tactfully and mm-hmm. pursue sex to get that promotion. Sometimes or get the that, stuff up here is like the sexual aspect. That's exactly of it. it. Yeah. And so I. Literally, it's just an ongoing observation in my mind, the way a National Geographic photographer wants to hunt down every single butterfly in Mm. South America. I'm curious about all the many ways that we discuss, express, and ultimately agree upon uh, exchanging that intimate encounter with each other. I love that. So nitty gritty. So these one night stands, yeah. were they all just with men? Have Did you ever experiment oh, with women? Multiple times Three with women ways. as well. I was doing, I had a series of girlfriends in New York City. Some mm. of the most incredible women I've ever met. Many of them I can't actually, I'm not even in contact with anymore. And yeah. I keep waiting for them to surface on social media. They might. You know? Like there's, I I remember learning and I remember that that feeling of learning what it's like to be with a woman. Mm -hmm. Yes, sexually and, you know, how to pleasure, but even beyond that, how to, how to, how to be with them. Yeah. How to be more than just a friend with them. What it feels like when you start receiving those feelings from them Mm -hmm. and that same burning excitement that you get with or that I had only had experience with with men, Mm. I would start to feel with women. And that was an incredible realm. I think we're much more creative. (laughs) There's a lot to do once you introduce a a woman as well. Do you consider yourself bisexual? hundred percent. Really? Absolutely. When when did you discover that? Probably in New York, in New York around the age of 18. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember there was a couple wonderful women that I was enrolled in a film school program with. And I'm a big movie watcher. Mm -hmm. So I remember, you know, some of those fateful nights of watching some of our favorite movies. And suddenly that little cuddle on the couch gets a little bit closer. And suddenly that kiss is there and you realize a woman's mouth is so different than a man's. Yes, but it's a beautiful experience yeah. and you have to like, try it out a little bit. It's and so much softer and smaller. It is, and it's more <laughs> yeah. intimate. Like you feel like you're kind of like in the the same, wave, the same wavelength. I feel like women love using their tongues. Totally. i like big fan of that. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. Kissing is mildly underrated and I feel like a woman will kiss longer right? than like the average guy. Um, what about three ways? I love three ways. I mean, I don't actually. I can't even say that. That would be such okay. bullshit if I'm like, honest. I love three ways. Nope. The honesty is, is they always sound like such a fun idea. Yes. Yeah. 
in theory. Like, they sound like a marvelous idea. Yes. But they are so unrealistic. Yeah. I don't care how flexible you are or how many rounds of Twister you've played as a three group of people. It is so difficult to get all those people pleasured. And I mean, maybe yeah. it's because my pleasures demand so much activity on my body. Yes. I, I agree with that. But it, it's it's a very... It's a different kind of experience, yes. and it's not the intense one-on-one -on -one session that I prefer. That's true. Though. Look, I'm happy. I'm happy to go to an orgy. I'm happy to go to a have a three-way, but it's not. It's not going to be as effective in that explosive, deep, fucking earth-shattering yeah. orgasm as when I have that intensity, consistent attention alone. Yeah. I agree. I yeah. mean, I love a good three-way, but I think the secret to a good three-way is the girls have to like each other because otherwise oh, yeah. they're just fighting for the dick the entire time. Oh my god, that's so true. Maybe that's yeah. why I feel that way. I mean, but if the girls are into it, then it can be like really fun. But then it also depends. Like, do we know these people? Right. Who's the third person? Like, I was in a three-way relationship. Relationship and yeah. I was the third in like a married couple situation. Oh my god! Yeah, and I think that at least for me was probably like the best situation you can be in in that sense because you're the third. Yeah. You're not really like kind of involved in the relationship that's probably like might not work out. And then I could exit the situation. I was also very young too. Yeah. Like I was like 20 during this whole process and kind of the same way. Like she was a tattoo artist. I yeah. went to like her shop. Uh, she thought I was hitting on her because I was showing her this book of like naked girls who had like these really cool like you know tribal fighting symbols mm -hmm. they were naked and she thought I was like flirting with her so she invited me over to her place and it's like oh yeah you know my husband's gonna be there is that okay like yeah yeah sure sure whatever sure. so we just hang out and we're watching movies and then you know uh, we're like on like the bed and like she's in the middle and the same thing just yeah. a little bit of rubbing yeah. and touching starts happening yeah. slow kisses and then like you know the guy slowly just starts inching his way over come on did they know this was gonna happen I they they did because they were also in their mid late 30s yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like fucking 20 yeah, years yeah, old yeah. but it was fun for me because I felt like I was getting a lot of attention and for a while it's great but it does get to the point where like everybody does want some one-on-one -on -one attention it's hard to get pounded out to completion when there's another person right there that they have yeah. to pay attention to and it's a lot for a guy too so many guys think that they want like you know a thruple poly situation but they always forget that I'm like okay that's two fucking women that you have to please sexually emotionally you have to be on top of that shit like, can a lot of guys even legitimately, like, pound out, like, one chick sometimes? And I like, mean, yeah. Have you really, have you really, you know, pleasured your partner? Yeah, and then like, you got two of them. You got two, like, complaining why chicks. Why are you getting ahead of yourself? You know, <laughs> why are you doing that to yourself? They're sitting there with their arms folded, but like, waiting for your dick on, to, like, get there's better. There's so <laughs> many women that are like, I'm doing it for him. Yeah. You know, it's his fantasy. And it usually kind of is, because, like, I've told this to, like, a, a male performer who's like, oh, yeah, you know, I could do a poly situation. That sounds really cool. But uh -huh. I told him the same thing. I'm like, no, no, no. What you want is, like, two chicks, like, waiting at the mm -hmm. door for you on their knees, like, mouths open with dinner on the table. Right. Like, you want there to just be two women on your dick. They don't think about, like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to have, like, date nights and listen to well, both like, of their problems. That, well, that's just it. And I think that, like, for the women that are doing it for their boyfriends, when they're like, yeah, I'll, I'll bring this chick into this. I'll bring, well, you want to have that threesome, babe? She should also get her fantasy met. Like, honestly. You know? And it should be, yeah, it should be, like, a well, like, planned out thing, like you were saying, like, the act of talking about what we're doing. Do yeah. you like that? Like, if you had the conversation with, like, another woman and a man, like, yeah. who's fucking, who's doing what? Yeah. Who's, like, allowed? I mean, there's something very erotic about that you can do this, you can't do that. Yeah. I like the idea of just like a sordid night. I'm so enchanted with uh, how the body signals uh, climax. Ooh. You know, I'm reading a book right now called Moan, and it's just a series of anonymous essays on women writing about how their body experiences pleasure and when oh. it's building up to that moment. And I realize, like, I think this is really the study that I'm the most interested in yeah. because it's a total surrender of the body when you're having a like an honest orgasm. When yeah. you're really reaching that point, like, you really you kind of drop your armor and you let your guard down, and it's a very vulnerable state. Mm -hmm. And that blows my mind because you know we spend. 
so much of our lives presenting ourselves one way, hoping to get that intimacy, hoping to get laid, hoping to have those connections. And then when we're in those moments, how often do we really let ourselves go there and feel that pleasure Mm. and, and, you know, drop the guard so that you can experience that? Like I've, I've faked a lot of orgasms in my life. It's unfortunate, but I think like everybody has in their own ways and there's so many levels of that. But wait, I need to know then what is like your ultimate, like, like if somebody could tell you how do you like to get fucked like what's your your you have six hours how do you want to make this happen do you need six hours do you want six hours no, I literally honestly I need like five minutes but mm-hmm. here's what I do prefer mm-hmm. is like I like so much kissing Ooh, okay. I like I like a really long makeout I love a long makeout where you're just you can feel each other's bodies burning up under the clothes like I don't even want to be naked yet I love feeling that heat from another person do you like to dry hump I love to dry hump. Oh, my God. It's like the greatest thing. I've been doing that my whole damn life. But I, I, I love that when you can feel that, that, that you know, pushback from them. Mm. You can feel that, oh, my God, we're both wanting this and working towards it. And the mouths are kind of attacking each other in a way. Yeah. I love that. I want to feel that hunger. You love you know? sloppy kisses? I love sloppy kisses. I love kisses. sloppy kisses. I love a really <laughs> tight grip on my body Ooh, yeah. in certain places. Like, if you are interacting with me, if you're going to grab me, if you're going to hold me, like, make me know that you're doing it. Oh, yeah. I don't always like the soft touch. I'm very ticklish. Yeah. Oh, my God. Me too. It'll start to tickle. Be like, what are you doing? It'll make me feel kind of icky. Yeah. I mean, to to put it very, you know, simply, and I I think I've even said this before, like, I was Mm -hmm. raised on Hollywood depictions mm. of sexuality. I was raised watching a lot of movies. We had no boundaries in my home growing up in regards to this movie has a sex scene in it. We can't watch it. We watched everything. Yeah. You know, I grew up watching uh, some of the from Bound to, you know, Out of the Past, a film noir, you know, like some of the, the craziest movies mm. to show sexuality. And so for me, there was always an intensity. And so, yes, I do expect that mm. in intimacy. And I love that. So kissing is a very big part of it for me. I want to feel that longing. And I do want to feel that you need it from me yeah you need it from me and I'll work it to that point if that means we're gonna kiss until yeah you're begging for it I also love to feel uh, a hard cock still in its pants <gasps> you love a good cheese I, I do I do I just love all the bodies signaling off in a way that yeah I really I need to yeah I want to know that it's gone past the point of you being able to submit it Mm-hmm. Or push it down, or 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 or, or settle it. You yeah. know, I mean, I know some people could say, "Oh, that's when it gets creepy when you say it's out of control." But oh, if you're consenting, if it's very totally open, obvious consent, you're not saying no, no, no. You're saying I, I just I love edging. No, honestly, that's like it's like a mental edge I do, and then it's a physical edge, and then when we're actually having sex, like yes. actually, yeah, I do like uh, my pussy licked for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but again, I want that hunger there. Yeah. I like a bit of a sloppiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too crazy about it being chewed on. Oh, they're like the nom, nom, you get nom, some nom. people that like really get the teeth going and sucking. Oh, and... full on teeth. You've had people nibble straight on, like, your labia? Oh, totally. No, nibble on the whole area. I mean, a hooded clit nibble. That's okay, Okay. but not too hard, please. But sometimes people think, oh, if she's an aggressive kisser, she's going to want an aggressive pussy eating. So does that mean we should be biting their dicks? I don't think you would have liked that. Right? I would just nibble on the head. I've had a guy tell me he can feel the wire holding my teeth aligned when I'm blowing him. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never even thought about that before. That's interesting. I mean, well, the sensitivity can be, like, uh, on one hand, because some people like they can't feel it if you have like a sponge in you like I if, know if you're getting fucked with a sponge in. but then there's other guys that like I want you to shove your pinky in my urethra yeah. so I can feel Which more is, that one is That's incredible to me <laughs> That one really fucks, you know, just fucks my head up like crazy. I just that's... don't judge their fantasy. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm just I'm saying like, damn, <laughs> I did not. I can't imagine things fitting in there. You know, it's incredible. Where there's a will, there's a there way, There is. Laura. Ooh, just okay. some deep breathing for that one. That's incredible stuff. And I have watched all of it, of course. But then when it comes to the sex with me, yes, I do. I really, I really like it from behind. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I really love a really intense round. I do. And like once the sex is on, yes, I don't need as much kissing, but I do like uh, a very um, enthusiastic fuck. No, I agree with you. I on like that. a spontaneous fuck. I like a fuck that shouldn't be happening in a public bathroom, but does. Yeah. You yes. Know? I live for that shit. And, on, and sometimes that's the best too. Or like, you know, we got to almost get this done to yeah. like its maximum capacity. Like, yeah. let's just do it. No, I totally agree with that. Do you get booked for the kinds of sex scenes that you would probably gravitate towards in real life? 
A little bit, probably. I mean, I've been fucked on a desk so many goddamn yeah. times, but that just is like is like porn cliche as I've been Amazing. secretary, a doctor, a teacher, so many times. But I and even in those realms, like I am in usually positions of like minor control mm-hmm. in that way. Like I'm like not taking advantage, but I have more like knowledge and skill, or so they usually want it to be. Right. Um, so I, but I think that's also like my, my porn style is I am a very high energy. They used to like yeah. saying that you have a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, but no, so in, in, to an extent, yeah, in real life, I really like energetic sex. Like, yeah, I love, you know, the make out the slow, but then once kind of same yeah, thing, yeah. once we're naked, oh, once yeah. we're doing it, you oh, better yeah. fuck me. Cause as yeah. much as I want it to be nice and slow and sweet, like yeah. I don't necessarily I'm not, joke and say I'm not really that romantic, but yeah. like, I like, yeah, I like romantic kissing and like hard fucking like kiss yeah. me like you love me fuck me like you hate me it, that's thank you right. it's a really simple recipe you know a little bit. it really is how do you yeah. feel about eye contact uh it depends i like it but i mean i i dated somebody that like did it too much to the mm. point where it, that is it can't be a little creepy and i hate that like he was on top of me just like staring and i'm like okay i wonder what you're thinking are you like thinking murder and he, he probably was i mean <laughs> like it's 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 strange when we command that much attention from each other and yet I also have benefited yes. from it. I've found it to be very exciting it is. to have that eye contact. I mean, being told not to break it is another story. Thank you. Yeah, I don't like when somebody like tries to yell at me for not looking at them for long enough. It's like, look at me, look at me. I'm like, dude, don't fucking tell me what to do. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty wild. It does make for a rather exciting orgasm if you can yeah. get there. But like, it's, that's a whole other thing is that we can be as confident and present ourselves a certain way but sometimes in sex you know do you ever travel off in your own mind for a little bit sometimes and it depends on the position like almost another thing too it's like well like if you're getting fucked from behind like the turning around the entire time like that's like uncomfortable really to do it actually would be a lot more fun is head in the pillow close your eyes take it all and enjoy I do like to enjoy having sex but I am a talker I mean shock but like I do love like talking dirty and shit do you talk dirty I love dirty talk I love it I you know people are always like you know you're the one that gives the instructions right like I've said it on this show before if you have a short haircut and you're tall people automatically like it's just it's part of you know being a woman that presents like this I so often get fetishized uh, into you know you are the dom I believe that we we did chat about this a little bit yeah you know and so like that is a a perpetual um, stereotype that comes around with me and and yes I'll play to it in dirty talk sometimes I do think that's very fun yeah Um, at the same time though I've really enjoyed sometimes taking the orders yes no i agree like when people ask like are you dominant or submissive like i i like to be dominant like if they can't be you know yeah. and i think somebody has to like kind of run the show a little bit or like yeah. if i'm working with another girl like yeah. and they aren't good at like telling me like what to do or like giving me a little orders because you know sex is like a tennis match yeah. the way i look at it like you do something i do something like we feed off of each other and yeah. especially i hate to say it especially in porn because you kind of have to keep things moving and you have to hit a few different positions a few different situations right, right. so there usually is like a situ- like situation where one person is kind of dictating the motion of the scene like all right now you turn over no you look my Wait. pussy so I-, I feel like i fall into that a lot so who makes those decisions on set Honestly, that's usually not too much. It depends on the character. Like yeah. if, you know, one is like a obviously very dominant character and the other one's like a submissive character. Yeah. Um, though often they say, too, it's like you start this way, but then if you want to both, you know, be aggressive or do stuff, go for it. But they're usually, I think it's a natural person. I'm, I am, I'm thrilled by this. In my mind, mm. the way a porn set works mm. is there's literally a director being like, okay, doggy style. Sometimes like, you know, reverse cowgirl. Yeah. But then you have to find like some way sometimes to get into it too, because it really is like a timetable. And like, I hate to like ruin people's illusions with that. So like when you get really technical with porn, like, yeah, we usually have to be like three to five minutes each position. Like if we could be in missionary or doggy the entire time, I think a lot of us would be, but you you can't, unfortunately. But but internally, I just need to know this. Yes. Does it ever just like feel so good in one position and they're like, yeah, change. And you're like, no, please. Like, yes. So like, that is so good. I'm so there. All the time. Oh, Sometimes, like, we won't listen. Torture. 
sometimes like we'll have to do it uh-huh. but i mean again that that's almost situations like well, you know we're we're not so much fucking for us unfortunately we're fucking for you and for you yeah. like you know we're fucking for the world so it's not it is in a funny way it's almost not so much about our own pleasure in an ironic way but if you can have real orgasms mm-hmm. like yeah you should pursue that and go for it but you can usually tell when performers are legitimately enjoying themselves because they tend to close up they tend to keep going. right i love that and you can always tell when a guy is like getting too excited and almost on the verge of coming if the girl is on top and he like unceremoniously throws her off yeah they just tosses like, her right off that's like you took me way too close yeah because they gotta keep their pop because they'll actually get in trouble if a guy pops early and he can't get a good pop like come we call it pop shot <sighs> for like the end like the entire kind of scene is pseudo ruins does like, he still make all the noises though even if it's like he's like oh my <gasps> god he shouldn't have is he still like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh so- maybe only in Canada I love that, that though I hope oh man but, no sometimes like well we do fib we call yeah. it like fake fake pop like especially for like a feature movie where we're doing softcore and they have to sell it somewhere else so they are doing a different kind of pop shot and yeah the guy has a literally fake coming inside of us for like a fake pop so they tend to be louder for the fake ones which is well, really interesting of course don't we well, then again, I don't know. I've had a really loud organic orgasm and it scared the shit out of me. You know, like it's it's I, I, I know that I have, you know, different I can do different characters if I am faking it, which mm-hmm. is so regretful to say, because I've just I've been there and I think that's a reality. Of course. But there is also like a really strange carnal sound that comes out of you when it's a real orgasm. Completely. And like and it's a body thing. too, oh, yeah. Like the tensing, the yeah. pulling, the shaking, the yeah. strain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very physical reaction. So you almost have to think of that, too, when you're literally told to fake it sometimes like. You have to think about that. I've totally like had to do stuff like that before. I'd be like, okay, well, I have to like, you know, have an orgasm. He'll tell you. It's like, okay, in 30 seconds, have an orgasm yeah. for whatever reason. What's your what what's required of your most convincing orgasm? Well, I mean, you definitely have to throw like a twitch in there. Yeah. Like you have to like suddenly just kind of move a little awkwardly, you know, close your legs suddenly. And if you like know Kegels, which yeah. everybody can kind of yeah. control that a little bit, if you can make like your pussy or asshole flex yeah. a little bit, because that's naturally that what you do, yeah. like if you're having a real orgasm. So, yeah, if you can control your body a little bit, you can have a very convincing orgasm. That's why men can't always tell. Like, no, no, I could tell if she came. And I'm like, okay. It's like, you know, I can control that little squeeze. A little bit. You know, sometimes, like, I'm blown away by just sitting somewhere alone in a totally public setting and just doing that squeeze if you do that squeeze a couple times like I know people like do it for your sexual health I do it because I'm literally on the verge of getting off yes even just doing that are we doing it right now I'm doing it right now let's let's both do a couple and (laughs) you know Uh for for our vaginal health our sexual for my sexual health (laughs) but sometimes like holding on to it oh god anyways this is what i do on airplanes on long flights okay oh great no joke no joke like it's an incredible thing when you realize you have the ability to access that feeling inside of you that's kind of the thing too like women are are in control of their own orgasms a lot of the time and it really do you believe that it really is like mental like it's more about what we're feeling and if we're comfortable (sighs) and if we like the environment even more than like the way we're getting fucked I think if it's with another person, <laughs> then I do, I require that kind of stimulation. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. I do kind of need to get my head into it. But if I'm like just masturbating for the sake of masturbating, it's the strangest thing ever. Cause you could literally, like, sometimes I'm just sitting there doing nothing mm-hmm. and I decide, okay, let's go do it. Let's go yeah. do it. And I'll just go to my top drawer, take out my vibrator, plug it in plugged it in Mm -hmm. the best and literally just turn on some porn and I'm not thinking about anything I'm just getting through it and I'm Mm -hmm. like oh my god and it's the greatest feeling ever how fast can that be too sometimes oh my god like would you have you ever time like your quickest like orgasm oh I sometimes it's literally under a minute yeah absolutely sometimes it's absolutely So, yeah. like, it is kind of the funny thing with people, like, the elusive female orgasm. I'm like, I know most chicks that can take, like, a Hitachi for 30 seconds yeah. to make them. My favorite come. thing to do then is to then chase it a little further. Yeah. It's like you take a second, you kind of, you know, move it away, and you're like, hang on, ooh, do I really want to go back for more? Fuck, I'm going back for mm-hmm. more. And then you go back for more, and you're like, oh, my God, it just goes even further. Yeah. You're even more, you're just, like, at that point, you're really, like, undulating hardcore, like, holy shit. Yeah. I love those. I chase that shit. I'll do that for like an hour. Yeah. And that's to me like the best afternoon ever. Make love to yourself, baby. I love to do it. 
Sometimes I have a difficult time communicating exactly what gets me off in the throes of the moment, though. Yeah, and I think it's different in yeah. every moment. And sometimes, you know, the a nice little vibrating tool right up against your yeah. clit for 30 seconds. It's very not complicated. Mm-mm. There's no position aspect. There's no worrying about somebody else or, yeah. like, wanting to please them. It's a beautiful, selfish, lovely experience. And, like, more people need to masturbate, especially women. Like, if a, you need to be able to get yourself off before you expect somebody else to get you off. Before you were in the industry, Mm. what was your relationship like with masturbation? I I mean, I started masturbating early. I mean, yeah. So I mean, honestly, yeah. Years and years and years before, like I had like had sex and like adulthood. I actually didn't have like lose my virginity until I was 18. Damn. Which is kind of weird, yeah. But uh, but that's also because like I I wanted yeah. I had like very elaborate fantasies totally. and like I wanted to have like good sex. I always knew that like relatively inexperienced people didn't have that great a sex. And the people in high school didn't know what they were doing. These high school boys have no idea what's going on. That's why I I fucked the guy from the record store, the yes. guy who ran HMV. I did not fuck anyone in high school. Exactly. I went to the mall and found the guy I was gonna fuck like an adult, like a grown up. Honest. You know? I went shopping for the guy, okay? I went out and went shopping. I mean, sometimes you have to do that. And, you know, you kind of the separation between yeah. church and state. Don't always shit where you eat. If you want to keep things private, you keep things was private. It, was it known to your partner that you were a virgin that first time? Yes, he was too. It was oh, actually the cutest little thing. It was really? terrible. It was terrible because we were both virgins. So that's yeah. the kind of the thing. But he was very sweet. So he I'm, was a virgin? Yes. We were I've both never, 18 I've in LA. I've never fucked a virgin. Yeah, we were both 18 in LA, both virgins. Like, yeah. So I mean, but he was very sweet. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was fine. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that great. It wasn't la passion. But like, oh he, he was a sweet boy. But in terms of masturbation, I was masturbating for years. Oh yeah, and that was back in the days too of like scrambled porn. So yeah. I remember even watching like scrambled porn or oh Skinamax. yeah, there was a couple channels sometimes too. If you yeah. go to an you know higher up or late in, late at night, you could maybe find something, even something softcore. Yeah, I was always so fascinated by oh, softcore stuff. Absolutely. It was so red sexy. shoe diaries. Baby Blue was a big program in Toronto. Like I remember finding those channels you know what even those fucking dial now are you lonely yes those some of those were really hot it was really like so interesting to me and i love like you know like the passion and sexuality and like the air that came with like a beautiful woman so i always recognize women being very very beautiful very early on and liking that like sexual energy even if it wasn't like being a slut but i love the way like you know because the first thing i did in adult entertainment was stripping at 19 um and like that was I, i could sit there and watch girls dance for hours because god it's beautiful watching like a naked woman move around and it's like undulate in her own way and it's just there's something so powerful and sexual and it's a performance it's entertainment so I was always very attracted to beautiful expressions of sexuality so I think here I am. Let's <laughs> listen to how fucking romantic that is. It's so true. It's something to behold. Yeah. You know, because it's it's a, a, a part of ourselves that, yes, is incredibly vulnerable. But, you know, we find a way to communicate it very uniquely. Yes. That's why I love watching it. I love experiencing it. I love flirting. Flirt is I fun. mean. The flirt's sometimes more fun than oh, the actual isn't it? I know. Aspect. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, because I'm a big flirt. Like, that's the whole thing, too. I don't, like, pick people up. Like, I get so much of, like, my sex and, like, fantasies done from, like, porn and content. Oh, yeah, baby. But, like, I'm not, like, hooking up with people too much on the regular. Or, like, because I always feel like that's more dangerous for me. I have to keep it, like, within industry and keep yeah. it within pool, make sure everybody's tested and all that bullshit in between. So, like, I really do get so much extra stimulation from just, like, the big act of elaborate flirting. Because that's what I don't get in porn. And the spontaneous interactions the ones that aren't scripted the ones that aren't already told to you like you know what this character is going to be this way like Mm -hmm. when you are in it as this lone ranger and you have no idea how the other person's going to receive your prowess or perhaps you know then put it on to you you know that's an incredibly uh, lightning bolt kind of feeling all of you feels like electricity is running through you like that's the moment I realize I'm alive nothing makes me more present in this life than flirting yeah because you're you're in that moment all you have is that moment with that person and you are just just wavering just just waiting to see any indication that they might return that feeling too and then when they do oh bitch it's on yeah and it could mean anything you don't know what kind of freak right. everybody is i love finding out what like flag like i know flag they, fly. they start to unveil it just a little bit mm-hmm. in the way that they come on to you yeah. the way that they speak to you and address you especially do you like really get off i mean i really kind of do on like kind of mild 
wildly wordy, intelligent kind of dirty talk. Constantly. There's because I mean I'm so used to like the nerdy, dirty, nasty, like yeah, fuck me in the ass, you piece of shit. But when right. somebody's like really like, he, I'm like, oh, he's smart. I know. Uh, to <laughs> me, the whole you're a dirty slut. To show me what a dirty little slut you can be. Your daddy's little girl. Show me your daddy's little girl. It's just Ew. like so played out. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it has no effect whatsoever. Ooh, yeah, suck my dick. Suck that dick like the dirty little girl that you are. Like none of that means anything to me. What's the sexiest thing somebody's ever said to you? Do you know? Uh, it was probably in the form of a sext because I'm an epic sexter. <gasps> mm. Epic. I mean novellas. Hardcore novellas. Um. So I think being at a distance from someone immediately turns me on even more, knowing that there's thinking going into, you know, a, a, a text, a sext. If someone can tell me elaborately how they want me in a moment, that turns me on big time. Um, the sexiest statement, I will definitely be back to you on that. Okay. I will t definitely. The sexiest thing in the moment, in the throes. That's a hard God one, right? damn, because, like, that shit usually just, like, you fall under its spell, yeah, and then you can't really repeat it in a way. You black I mean, out. You're I like, did. How did. This happen. I'm just gone at that moment. My legs are behind my head. That's I don't know how it. I got here. Yeah, but, that's but, the best. but there have been some profound dirty talkers. Yeah, you know. I mean, I do like you know some of the commands. I do like, and I yeah. do like the eye contact. Like, I love don't a guy get with ideas. Yeah, I do. That's really that's hot. <laughs> that's really hot to me. Yeah. But, you know. But ever since you said it, I can't stop thinking about it. Can you please tell me what Virgin? dick is like virgin dick oh man it's it's just i mean it's mildly insecure you know they've yeah. never really used it before in this kind of capacity does it even know rhythm and motion N no not Can really you imagine how exciting that would be to have a dick and for the first time putting it in someone i mean i wonder that like <laughs> as a female that must be even better because either way it feels great for them yeah <laughs> like, half of, like half of it's fucking a cantaloupe i mean sometimes, i feels great i for fucking them. lied to the guy i lost my virginity to Aww. i wanted to be the most cool with it i'm good with anything boss bitch 17 year old 16 year old because i was i literally had to go back to class yeah ah, uh no joke that. it was on a lunch break but I remember being like, hey, yeah, I've done this a bunch of times. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's bleeding. You must have done it too hard. Seriously. Oh, I love that. And I never told him that that was my first time yeah. ever until I ran into him maybe three years ago. Uh-huh. He thought he took your virginity the whole time. No, he didn't know. The whole time he just thought that I was just a casual partner of his. Oh, okay. So I had never told him because I said that to him. That he did. That's right. And <gasps> so I said to him, you know, oh, I've, I've, you know, when we were in that moment and I lost my virginity, he was under the impression I'd done this before because <gasps> I said to him, yes, I've, I've had lots of sex in Got my it. life. I don't know why I was so nervous about being so, so vulnerable. honest about it and vulnerable, but I didn't want to disappoint. You know, Got that's it. where you are in those years. He probably would have liked that more. I bet. Because <laughs> when I told him in mm. this future meeting, which was just at a hotel in Toronto that he happened to be working at, I was there doing a burlesque show. And, you know, when that face walks in the room and the only thing you, you know, comes to mind is, oh my God, that's the person that took my virginity. Aww. I had to say to him, I went over and it was one of the first things I said too. It was super weird. But I went over and instead of like, hi, how are you? How have you been? I was like, I never told you this. Aww. I've, you don't know this, but I, I've had a lot of time to think about it. And you were the one that took my virginity. And I wanted you wow. to know that, that my first time was with you. That's amazing. And I just thought you should know. And he was very upset that I hadn't told him earlier. You know, really? he immediately, oh, I would have done things differently. Oh, it would have been, I would have been more beautiful with it. Oh, it would have been more caring. It would have been more. I would have lit a candle. Oh, shut the fuck up. I would have put on that boys to men record. Like, I don't need oh, any of that. Okay. Whatsoever. But coming clean was a very important experience. Interesting. I didn't realize, you know, like it was something that I had kind of, I, I think it, it had to do a lot with my approach to sex in those early years was very much package it and present it and participate in it the way that you've seen in porn and the way that Got you would it. assume that you know your partner wants it yeah because like i mean a lot of it especially too is like how do i please the guy and yeah. i feel like only kind of in like a recent like decade is it's like oh wait well you know the woman doesn't just naturally get off if you just like stick it in and that's, that's it. it but for years i was also the person saying to my partners i don't like oral sex because mm -hmm. i wasn't comfortable with my vagina i wasn't oh god yeah isn't, isn't that just like another reality for a lot of women they're not confident in having someone's face 
space right there yeah. because you're still learning your body. So I remember for years being in relationships saying to someone, you know what? Um, that's not my thing, actually. Just fuck me. Yeah. And what an incredible goddamn discovery when you say, mm. you know what? Yeah, I do like it. And then you get it. Yeah. And as long as it's done right. I mean, no. I'll even take it bad sometimes. I mean, but, yeah. shit. That's usually the thing, though, right? Yeah. Once they, like somebody like does it correctly. Yeah. Though, I mean, I, I can't. I don't like it if it's not good. It'll actually make me uncomfortable. And yes. that's when I will say, just yes. fuck me. Yes. I feel like a lot of that's the thing that I feel like with becoming a better skill. Not every guy thought that they did have to eat good pussy, but every guy expects you to suck their dick. Everyone. And that's like been going on for her. And I, you know what? That goes way back. Some pickle soup balls. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's only maybe it's only cool now to be that enthusiastic about pussy eating. I think it's coming back in style. I hope so. Though I have to say the second guy I had sex with uh. like six months after the first time I lost my virginity and he was this Cuban bartender Hot. at the oh. restaurant that I was a 18 year old or 19 year old hostess at um, and yeah he didn't believe that I was only with this one guy like two wow. times beforehand so he didn't believe that I was like a former yeah. recent virgin Yeah, but I think that was because he knew what he was doing so there was less less awkwardness so then we could just actually have sex yeah. and I was very enthusiastic so I think that's half of it is just energy you can, and he like, totally ate your pussy yes and Damn. he like totally knew how to fuck too yes so he was in one of those people that like whose pussy is this like fuck he would yeah. text oh, me that yeah. shit it was so but yeah that's fucking hot. You know what I want to do desperately what? is eventually bring up, uh, I will package some fabulous sexts that okay. I've had over the years. <gasps> oh, I would love to. And I want to do a reading because some of them are just so incredibly juicy. I'm you into know? that. I just, I like long form teases, you know, over a text. Yeah. Well, because you're big on art, like erotic novels. Big time. Big, big time. I just, I love description. Yes. I love as real a description as you can get. Remember you know? like AOL Instant Messenger? Oh like... my God. Of course you remember yahoo open chat rooms yes do you know how many times i'd go I into cyber those... sex oh big time that's what it was remember cyber, cyber sex yeah cyber sex i had underage cyber sex me too <laughs> i did it and i remember there was even some chat rooms where like you could attach the microphone <gasps> and i would like cyber sex in the middle of my living room wow with you know my Full family at home and i'd be like i'm just in a chat room but i'd be having cyber sex with total strangers i love that you know but that's a part of it that's all part of it yeah I feel like in a way that's how you maybe you got like really good with descriptions maybe. and found like what you like and a really easy way to explain yourself yeah. to people I, I never amazing. felt endangered I wasn't there giving oh. my home address yeah you know but I like I loved doing that it's a big sexual awakening and it was like the the forefront of like what social media now is in the way that right. we can all just talk to each other and connect like that's just before we had like tinder and nobody was just using right. a fake profile and catfishing anybody yet Okay, but like, it's also the cyber sex of today. Man, that shit has gotten real, real crazy. It's intense. It's gotten as crazy as, you know, if it's a high profile enough person DMing you. Yeah. They'll be smart about it. Usually they know what they're doing, meaning they'll send it as one of those text pictures. Yeah. So that when you open it, it vanishes and you can't, it's got the little exploding time bomb on Instagram. You can't screenshot it. Yeah. Unless like, you're really fast. I but know. then they can see it if but you screenshot it. But then they see it, it if you screenshot it. Yeah. But you can tell that like some people are like really trying to stay undetectable as, you know, cyber sexers. I miss that word. Cyber sex. I'm so cyber glad sex? that you brought cyber sex back yeah, to me. Yeah, people doesn't say cyber sex. That's really when no. you were just actually typing at your computer. That's right. Like, just having full-on text. Yeah, I remember I used to cyber sex with sext. Sext. Whatever, yeah, with uh, an account, a, a person named Thumpin' Thighs. Ooh. So whoever is Thumpin' Thighs out there, we used to chat on a couple different forums. I'm thinking about and you. And I'm thinking about you right now. Thank you for being so wonderfully uh, particip participative. Yeah. For being par for participating as you did. Yeah. Because I think we had some great adventures. Broke I don't down know where some you walls. are. I don't know where you are, Thumping Thighs, but I had a great time chatting with you. I had a great time like cyber sexing yeah. and like really kind of figuring shit out. I felt like I learned a lot of stuff. Remember like fan fiction? I remember, oh like, my god, of course. Come on. But I still I still build that shit up in my head all yeah. the time. But that was like I feel like all we had as kids by yeah. comparison of like how accessible everything is now. Like there wasn't even like this Twitter for like free porn and all that. I I just like I guess I don't I hadn't spent enough time thinking about it that, you know, I grew up with porn behind a paywall. 
Yeah. Like, I remember that exclusively. Mm-hmm. Like, you really had to dig and find your porn. Yeah, and you had to have dial-up at the time. That's right. People, <laughs> like, of course. I remember, like, finding my dad's rented porn DVDs. <gasps> yeah. Like, no, VHS. Well, VHS, of course. Of course. Right? Where the fuck, where the fuck am I? But VHS. no VHS, yeah. You know, like, that's how it would be. Did you watch them and then have to rewind them back to the time that you yes, started it at? So of course I did. They were usually rewound in full. Oh, really? I you love know. that. Start Our to family is very dedicated movie watchers, okay? Be so we make sure to watch. go from start to finish every time. Appreciate so, that. you know, I, I always knew to just take it right back to the beginning and no one would know. He cares about the endings. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, nowadays, me watching porn, I really, I, I scroll right through. Well, they say that's, like, actually the natural thing that most people do. Yeah. Like, they watch the beginning and then they go to, like, the hot spots in the scene yeah. like they'll go to blowjob they go to this position and it's like they had, had this little study on like Pornhub or something yeah. where they showed like the elevation of up and down so nobody really watches a full scene straight through anymore it's well sometimes I get so worried that I'm gonna like come before you know before they do mm-hmm. and I want to do it together I want all of us to do it together really? the, oh you the... like to actually come when they come on screen sometimes wow. a lot of the time I like that. I sometimes I'm like oh god but I'm also I was you know I was raised to never be late to events yes. so so for me, one of my favorite things to do is take a, a, a clip almost right to the end, like maybe the last minute, and I and I know the countdown is on, and I'm and like, you them. better, yeah, and I'm like racing, you better be, wait for it, wait for it, like I, that's one of my favorite things to do. I love that. Yeah, is time it because I don't want to be late, but yes. I also I don't want to I don't want to come too early. Yeah, you don't the, like there's still to be like ten more minutes of film happening, and yeah. you don't want to be like coming by yourself during the credits. No, that like that's no <laughs> no, but I also don't want to not know how it finishes. Honestly, because I mean it, it could have been something. I always love a good outro. Like oh, yeah. I used to like take a lot of pride in a silly little like one liner. Oh, Oh, of course, I would imagine that's a huge thrill. It's a- Is that shit usually totally unscripted? Usually, yeah. yeah. Or the like, if you have like a theme, or if like you're somebody's fucking yeah. student, or they're a firefighter. It's like oh, I got so wet today. Like just anything, anything stupid that you can say at the end is like is the best. Usually, when you've got your face covered in it, yeah, like that. That's always a, that's it's, that's usually a nice. It's finish, great right? having a, an ending line yeah. like your outro. Yeah, people love that. Yeah, I usually, I, I usually make it just to that moment. That's what I wait for right there. Do you like when your porn is a little bit silly or do you like it very serious? I like everything. Yeah. I like, um, uh, I love dudes masturbating. I love a dudes fucking inanimate objects, like their <gasps> hand on a counter, just between the hand and the counter. Like, I wow. love, I just love watching men especially break down as they surrender to their orgasm i'm yes. like oh yeah surrender all that power bitch like it just Give it to it's me. one of my favorite things like when you can just see like oh, they can't fake great. it like that's you know they 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 can't really fake it. A lot of guys are insecure doing solos, but it's becoming more popular now too because of I'm like here for it. the I me too because of the premiums and stuff. Like they're so like Instagram watcher. I'm like that's what they want though. You know what? Give the people what they want. I baby. saw a really oh man, this was a tailor made tease just for me. All right, I'm name dropping and I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Jason Love. Okay, and shout I was out. I was shout out Jason Love. What's Hi. up, boo? Uh, I was I clicked on a clip of his um, where I I guess he was just promoing one of his the supplements that he takes. Okay. But it was a solo video, right? So he's interacting with his gorgeous cock. Yes. Uh, and and also talking about this product. And so I'm like, oh, man, he's building up to it. It's going to happen. And he's still talking about how great you want to last. You want it. Like, it was turning me on so much. You want your dick big and hard to perform the whole fucking way through. I was like, oh, my God. Yes, I do. Yes, yes I, do. I do. I was so here for <gasps> it. And then right at the very end, I'm like, okay, here it comes. Here it comes. He's just like, you got to get yourself this product, you know, mm-hmm. get this shit today. All right. And he puts the thing down and the video was done. I'm like, but what did you do with that dick? How could you do that to Join me? Join his OnlyFans to That's find right. out. That's right. I know. And so it was just this tailor-made That's tease great. that was so good for me. And I love that kind of shit. That's amazing. That's yeah. hyper erotic. Very, too. very like much so. Power move. It's very sexy. much so. Ooh, I'm into that. Yeah. yeah. Just a nice do you even, like, do you even watch porn? Uh, or are you just so like, oh, I mean, it's it's harder because I know everybody for the most part. So that can be kind of funny. And it's like, you know, you have your preferences and yeah. like, you know, when somebody's kind of faking it or like, especially so, if you fuck them. Yeah. So it's like I have those funny moments of some people be like, oh, that fucking guy. He 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 he. Or like yeah. some people I'm just really cool with. So but I do watch porn, but it sounds almost bad. The porn I watch now is kind of like stuff that I'm in when I had a really good time. I like. Hey, yeah. 
that's why you know people want to film their sex yeah and i have like more fun with like content and stuff now too so i mean yeah anything that's like really organic that i really did like have a great time definitely yeah and i mean that's what i would imagine most porn viewers are believing to be witnessing yeah it's a very organic i enjoyed myself session Mm -hmm. not always the truth sorry to really break your dicks in half not always the truth (laughs) You know, but I mean, yeah, it's just my selfish like aspect of it. it's like, yeah, well, nowadays I kind of get off just like watching myself a little more because I had a great time and like, you know, they really got me off. And yeah, so I, I filmed myself masturbating before <gasps> like any before any of my ventures into this adult realm. I filmed myself just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Just because this was like five years ago. And I said I wanted to see what that looks like just as an investigation. Yeah. And um, I was really scared to watch it at first because I immediately felt embarrassed. Really? I immediately even though it was just me watching it for myself. I was like, oh, my God. What I I don't know that voice. I don't know oh, that person. Yeah. Like the it was, listening to yourself. That can was be a little it. Awkward. It was the listening and like there was some really what I would imagine not attractive faces happening. Honestly. But see, but I I kind of disagree with the uh, like the idea that some people need to like watch their porn to be extra conscious, cautious, conscious, conscious, yeah. yes, conscious. Because I know some people are like, oh, I don't like making that face. I'm like, you, but your fans probably totally. love that you couldn't control yourself and your legs started yeah. shaking and your like lip was quivering. So like, there's almost this thing about not being so hyper aware yeah. of like what you're doing and how you look because then you're gonna be like posing too much that's just it but but the plus side in me watching Mm. my self tape yeah was that honestly watching it hearing some of those sounds i was able to immediately connect with a sensation i remember feeling in that moment and that was very sexy to me yeah is that i knew that you know the way the breath left my body was because there was a big trill of pleasure happening and like i liked that study that that got me really excited and you know i never i never shared it with anyone it was entirely like a tape that i made for myself just for you and uh and i just I, i remember watching that a couple times then of course years later i've had such a fun time audibly recording my orgasms i've done a lot of that eventually i want to do a remix (laughs) no that's amazing i mean that's like a supreme content no i love that i think it's really powerful to watch your stuff and enjoy it if you're not watching yourself in a critical way yeah then then that's so freeing yeah like i mean there's a lot to learn yes i mean even just in the experience of like being knowing what that does look like for yourself yeah there are some women who don't even know what their vaginas look like They've never like. And they avoid it. Yeah. I'm like, don't be afraid. They avoid it entirely. Like there's like an entire, I mean, generations of women just haven't gone down there and, and looked and explored. Yeah. So in a way, like it's it's a it's powerful and it's confident and it's it's really it's, it's you have to do it. You have to do no, it. You have to go down there and look at it. Yeah. You're you're standing for something if you look at your pussy. Just like look at it, and then I'm not even joking. Press there. Press there. Pull yes. there. Do that. Like literally feel and see what what acts up. What kind of you know areas of you ignite? Like yes. it's an incredible thing when you realize, hey, you know what? I really like my labia pulled on, yeah. or I really like you know my my clit tapped. Yes, or smacked or slapped. Like yeah. you really need to do that work for yourself, ladies. No, it is. It's very important. Yeah. Like experiment all realms. Rub, tease, yeah. finger yourself. See yeah. where it. Yeah, see what it's about. See what because if you like it, it's probably gonna feel even better if somebody Absolutely. else doesn't. If like they're on the same wavelength. We so as you. we so found the right business for ourselves didn't we yeah you know and, and we're here for you guys yeah. this is why we're here and hopefully you guys continue to tune in that's right i just want you to investigate your pleasure yes. why not dive in dig deep rub it around a little bit mm. i'm laura desiree and i'm romy rain this has been a mouthful see you next week